Welcome to The World in 10. It's your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the world written by our correspondents and contributors at The Times of London. I'm Jenny Barsby. And I'm Sonal Patel. Today, the 21-year-old accused of one of the biggest leaks in US history. How President Biden's upset his English relatives. Plus, would you pay $5 million for a caravan? No. story that, well, it's dominated headlines all over the world, those leaked US defence documents. Now the authorities think they have the leaker. He's appearing in court. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorised removal, retention and transmission of classified national defence information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. That was the Attorney General Merrick Garland announcing his arrest. Uh, It's been described as one of the worst ever security breaches of the intelligence services. And to make matters worse, perhaps, they think it was a 21-year-old reservist who was part of the intelligence wing of the Air National Guard. Now, at the moment, there's no real motive, as far as we know. Jack Teixeira is a young guy ostensibly showing off to some teenagers on an online chat group. I have to admit, that's something I never decided to do when I was a teenager, breaching intelligence services. So a news helicopter was filming the arrest. The images are quite extraordinary. It's just a young kid, really, in red shorts, surrounded by heavily armed FBI agents in a small rural town just outside Boston. I just find it's, it's crazy, because it's, like it's a small town, like nothing ever bad happens here. Definitely, like, not the brightest idea you ever had. <laughs> I, think, I think it's nuts. Nothing like this has ever happened around here. Like, this is a very small, very small community. Everybody knows each other. OK, you can hear the disbelief that something like this could happen in their town in that last comment. Um, but here we are, a 21-year-old on a chat site, popular with gamers who'd been feeding his teenage cohort <laughs> dozens of classified documents over a few months. They knew him as OG. We now know him as Jack Teixeira. Um, this had been going on for months, but the Pentagon didn't know anything about it until it popped up on other gaming sites. Um, they'd been told not to share these documents anywhere, Obviously, they did. So there's top secret and there's these documents. I mean, they included sensitive material on the war in Ukraine, as well as embarrassing evidence America spies on its allies, which begs the question, how did a reservist have access to all this? The Pentagon says, of course, it's reviewing it. And if the allegations against Teixeira are proved he may face a lengthy jail term. And Jenny, unsurprisingly, there's been a fair bit of fallout from this leak. Not least of all from NATO allies wondering whether they can actually trust the Americans with sensitive material. Now, it includes the revelation that an RAF plane narrowly survived being shot down last year. And today, the Times is reporting that British planes are regularly running the gauntlet of Russian fighter jets. George Grills is the Times defence correspondent. This week, the leak of US intelligence revealed that in an incident in September last year, a Russian fighter jet almost shot down a British spy plane. The time analysed flight logs and flight tracking data to show that British spy planes have continued to fly missions uh, in the in the months afterwards. Uh, and experts warned that there was increasing hot-headed behaviour by Russian fighter jets in the region who have been embarrassed by a series of military setbacks and want to try and show off their prowess by engaging in increasingly sort of risky behaviour. 
So since the moment he stepped off Air Force One in Northern Ireland on Tuesday, Joe Biden has been keen, really, really keen, uh, to play up his connections to the Emerald Isle. Growing up, my grandpa Finnegan used to say, if you're lucky enough to be Irish, you're lucky enough. Surrounded by all of you in this homeland of uh, my great-great-grandmother and grandfather, uh, I feel very lucky. But the US president appears to be forgetting one thing. He actually has English roots as well. And this show of public affection to Ireland has rankled in one English household in particular, that of his 77-year-old cousin, Ralph who lives in a semi-detached house in Cobham in Surrey. Uh, I caught up with Times reporter Ben Ellery, who tracked down Ralph, who actually didn't even realise he was related to the president. He wasn't very impressed, to be fair. He's upset that Joe doesn't big up his English connections. And um, he hadn't been invited to um, come and meet Joe uh, when he um, arrived. And he, um, he actually said to me, uh, being Irish is much more sexy to the American voters and he's ma- majoring on that, even though he's only an eighth Irish. Um, it's a ploy. The image of a friendly New York Irish cop versus the English uh, trying to kill them in 1775. So, Jenny, is Ralph going to try and set up a meeting with Cousin Joe? Well, Ben did tell me that uh, Ralph had said he wasn't really expecting a Christmas card anytime soon, let's put it that way. <laughs> He's one of the most divisive figures in tennis since John McEnroe and it appears Novak Djokovic's temper is starting to become as bad. I'm sure, Sonal, you'll remember this. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! That ball was on the line! Um, Well, it was a very similar scene at the Monte Carlo Masters when Djokovic argued with a linesman and later the footage is immense. He stamped on his racket in frustration, broke it in half. Oh, he was booed by the crowd. So he ended up losing in three sets to Lorenzo Mazzetti and was still in a foul mood in the post-match press conference. Well, feeling is terrible after playing like this, honestly. It's not a great day for me, so I'm not really in the mood to speak. See, I told you he was in a foul mood. I've just come down to the relative calm of the 11th floor to see Sam Masters from the Foreign Desk. Um, Sam, what have you got planned for online coming days? Well, um, calm is relative and the storm is coming. (laughs) But um, we've got lots of good gear in, in Foreign. But one thing I wanted to mention was a story by uh, my colleague Richard Asherton in Lagos, who's writing about Chinese mining interests in Africa, but in particular in Nigeria, where um, he's um, discovered that the Chinese mining giants are paying militia who've been linked to massacres in the southwest of the country um, large sums of money to protect um, their mining interests. Uh, the Chinese there are looking for gold, zinc, lead and other, other minerals. Um, and it's a really kind of compelling story and well-written from a person on the spot. When we think of Hollywood stars homes, I'm going to say we think of some sort of mansion. I'm talking white pillars. I'm talking no neighbours for miles, lovely lawns. So a story in today's Times of London that some are snapping up what we here in the UK call a caravan (laughs) and people in the US call a trailer really caught my attention. Um, But these aren't any old trailers. Of course they're not. 
or any old trailer park. Oh, no. This is Paradise Cove in Malibu, where a van will set you back a cool $5 million. The Times West Coast reporter Kieran Southern is behind the story. It's in a, a really beautiful spot right on the coast. It's got ready access to the beach. It's a very California thing to have a trailer park where the homes cost millions of dollars. But it's actually relatively a bargain if you get one of the, the proper houses in that area on the coast. It's a real billionaire's row. Barbara Streisand famously lives there and homes cost hundreds of millions of dollars. So if you've got a spare five million, it's, it, it's quite a, and you don't mind living at a trailer park, it's quite the bargain. You know, you do get some decent neighbours though with this son. You've got Stevie Nicks for a start from Fleetwood Mac yeah. and actors Sarah Paulson, Mini Driver and your favourite, Matthew McConaughey. I love Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I love him, but I don't have sadly five million dollars no. to spend on that. Um, but at the end of the day, Jenny, it is just a caravan, right? Yep, it's just a caravan. And some people who've been living there for decades are not happy with their new neighbours. Ted Silverberg lived in the park from 1980 to 2019 before selling up. And he told the Times of London it was paradise before it sold out. By the way, he sold his van for a whopping $2.375 million and now lives in Hawaii, so he didn't do too bad. No, he didn't, he didn't. And how can you be sad about having Matthew McConaughey as a neighbour. Absolutely. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly comment no. because he's all yours. And that's it for today's World in 10. We're back tomorrow.